0: um hello hello everyone um welcome to the first and last most likely episode of keeping up with the south asian immigrants hey. yeah <laughs> um so i am your host i suppose your um creator ayushi pandeya yeah
1: creator, yeah, creator.
0: <laughs> um actually i should pronounce my name properly um Ayushi Pandya and I am a Nepalese immigrant. I immigrated from Nepal and with me I have two very special guests today. Um, One of them is one of my best friends who is from South India, Tabitha Matthew. (laughs) Do you want to say hi, introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Tabitha. You would
1: pronounce it as Tabitha and it says Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. I'm from Kerala South Indian state, and I'm in Australia now.
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, So, I wanted to do a podcast mainly on immigration just to share a little insight, I guess, because I don't have a lot of time with me, but I wanted to share a little insight on what growing up as an immigrant um, is like, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially when your home life is very... Like particular to one culture, and then when you're out in mm. the rest of the world, yeah. and it's like a completely different culture, because you have to have that. Yeah, like I'm not sure if it's the same for you, but me as a Nepalese girl, I like my family has always raised me in the Nepalese way, and so it's definitely been like an interesting interesting experience growing up in Australia to say the least <laughs> just because of how different the cultures are yeah and like religions and everything like that sure. as well yeah so a little quick intro about ourselves I guess so my name as I said is Ayushi and I moved from Nepal um, when I was nearly five years old I believe I think I was about to turn five I moved back in 2009 and I actually moved to Sydney before I moved here to Perth where we are right now but yeah I moved to Sydney um, two years later my parents or like two years after my parents moved because well I guess the reason was my parents wanted to give me more opportunities for the future they wanted to give me a better life, and I say better life and then I'm thinking, like, is that an insult to people who are currently living like, in Nepal? Like, A better is that- lifestyle? Yeah, like, I'm not, I, I always say not that. Not
1: even, it's just, they think there's just more opportunities here. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because I say that and I'm like, I've got family in Nepal who are living, like, it's not like they're living <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're there. That's a
1: common misconception. Yeah.
0: Like, like, it's, I think, yeah, that's one of the biggest misconceptions yeah, about immigration, actually, really. is that people come to a different country to avoid or like to escape something from their homeland mm-hmm. or it's just like because they hated it but in our case I don't think it
1: wasn't that late. no it,
0: it really wasn't it was more it's just,
1: like shifting
0: yeah I think it was I think it was just like wanting to go to a new environment mm-hmm. try and grow in different ways I guess and like I said my parents for me they wanted to give and provide me a better future because Nepal's a beautiful country a great country but it does have its down its downsides. Like, yeah, I think um, that would be, like, the biggest thing mm. why I moved. What about you?
1: <laughs> so I'm Tabitha, and like I said, I'm from Kerala, a South Indian state. And I moved when I was five turning six. And I think the main reason at that time why we decided to move was – basically for my dad's job but obviously there was other contributing factors like, you know, schooling for their children and just future I don't know, like future options they'd have open for them I mean, like, they lived in India for so long Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah They want a new environment, like you said Yeah. I think that's just the main the main goals moving to Australia I feel like that's the same with, honestly, all, like middle-class, you know, like, South Asian families. Yep. Yeah, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so that's basically, like, the first point that I wanted to cover. Next thing that I want to move on to is, so, for you, Yeah. I have a question that I want to ask and then I'll answer it myself, I guess, but mm. um, what was it like moving to a different country when you were young and having to adapt to the two different cultures because like you like like we already mentioned Mm -hmm. um when we're at home it's completely one culture because our families are still very very um you know in yeah in touch with our like we're still in touch with our culture yeah we both know how to speak our native languages we Mm -hmm. both are fluent and so you know I want to I want to know like what it was like for you growing up Mm -hmm. with that kind of like I guess you had to be two different people
1: yeah in a way yeah there's like two different sides
0: yeah but
1: like i guess like when i first moved in primary school i didn't really notice the differences because my parents tried to make the home life kind of more westernized mm. like they tried to make us speak more english and everything, because they thought it would benefit us. In a, yep. way, <laughs> In a way, it didn't. In a way, it didn't. Because it kind of made us... I don't want to say white-washed, or, like, kinda
0: whitewashed, but, like, kind of whitewashed. I had that word, but, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Another, another thing, just really quickly, another thing. Oh, about, my God. <laughs> uh, if anyone ever calls us whitewashed, I feel I'll like... literally get off you, bro. Yeah, like, I feel like that is a little bit offensive.
1: It's so offensive. Like, yeah. like especially, like, majority of the time, people that call us whitewashed people who aren't Indian I'm like
0: no but it's it's not that they're not Indian it's that they're not immigrants at all
1: no but like okay yeah I've had I've had like non-immigrants call me that but majority of the time it's people who just aren't Indian like who aren't like they they, then who aren't
0: South Asian immigrants you mean like yeah so they're still immigrants of somewhere yeah
1: they're immigrants of somewhere but they always say that and I'm like how do you know what
0: indian is like that's what i want to know like how do you know the definition (laughs) i hate that so much it's so annoying yeah it is it kind of like hurts i guess that literally people who aren't from like just deep down yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) people who aren't from where you're from calling you out for not being as in touch with your culture as you should be when it's like like, on that note did you like Did you feel like you were still a part of the South Indian community as well? Or was it because of how your parents kind of brought you up? Did you feel... I feel like... What's it called? I fit in... Yep. To the...
1: To, like, my own South Indian, you know?
0: Yep, community.
1: Community and the white community because they felt like... What's it called? I don't have the same values and interests as them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hope I'm, like...
0: No, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not you're not here, but you're not there either. Yeah, like,
1: exactly. I feel like most immigrants can like relate to that.
0: At least young younger immigrants. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. at least with, even if I'm speaking on behalf of my parents, like my parents because they moved here later on, like after they were after their mid twenties, they still, and like obviously some of my other family moved as well, so they still obviously like had their culture because they grew up with it mm. they grew up with it they grew up in nepal until they would like um you know after mid-20s they moved here more to provide me and i guess themselves for their future careers um for better opportunities but they still had like all that cultural aspect yeah but for younger immigrants like us i feel like um
1: we're just taught two different complete cultures yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah and i feel like that's something that. Most younger immigrants Can definitely relate to mm, mm. For sure At least for me I know that I'm Like I'm pretty clueless When it comes to Australian culture And so I think um, With me adapting To The culture When I'm outside of home That's what I struggle With the most mm. Is the fact that At home I am Ayushi Pandya From Nepal The minute I step out of home I am Ayushi Pandeya from Nepal
1: like (laughs) I yeah that's Mount Everest
0: yeah Mount Everest (laughs) like I don't I'm still the same person but people will still perceive me in a different way I guess because they'll obviously like I have an accent which Mm -hmm. is Australian um and I feel like people would perceive that side of me but if I had to like try and adapt to my environment it's definitely a struggle for me I think like like you said when we first moved to our second high school it is it was very it was a very predominantly white school so there was a lot of very different yeah there was a lot of and my primary school is mostly um white Australians as well Mm. there wasn't it wasn't very multicultural But there was still, like... We still had Harmony Day and stuff like that to kind of bring in that inclusivity. Yeah. Whereas at our high school... I feel like high schools don't really do that. They don't. And so, at high school, for me, it was definitely hard because... I don't know. People... Well, firstly, my name in itself is so (laughs) different to... Let's stop that. Yeah. Everyone else's. Everyone would always just be like, oh... Ayushi, how do you pronounce that? Like, and then I'd have to phonetically say it up for them, like, ah, and then think about me saying you. And then if I'm saying her, then she, so it's, ah, you, she. And then even that they would find hard. And for me, at least that was hard. Like, I would have to, and I found, I don't know if you found this as well, but I'd have to start being someone different to home, and out at home I could just I feel like I'm more myself at home Mm -hmm. whereas out I'm definitely putting on a different persona a little bit Ah, yeah like it it's not who I am and I know that it's not who I am and as much as I want to be who I am and I want to be raw and real and genuine I just can't bring myself to do that because I have this fear inside of me that I won't be accepted.
1: Yeah, like... Um, I definitely do try to blend the two together so others normalise it. Mm. But I definitely do catch myself trying to make my Australian accent stronger.
0: Mm. Or, like,
1: trying to say some slang words. Or just, like... You know, just so they feel more comfortable in a way. Yeah. Or, like, more connected with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's hard to hard to, like...
1: I feel like they wouldn't recognise me as Australian.
0: mm, Hard to have a similarity to share. Mm. Um, But yeah, and uh, on the accent note, I have a... (laughs) Both of us have a different accent to... If we ever speak English at home, we have different accents. We have our native languages accent. Mm. So I always make sure that when i'm around people from out of home i never bring that accent up yeah because yeah that is something that
1: it feels embarrassing in a way
0: it does and that's such a sad thing yeah. to say like you shouldn't feel embarrassed about things like that my parents have the same accent exactly and it's like it almost makes me feel upset because it's like I'm embarrassed of them, but I'm not. I'm not embarrassed of them. I'm very proud of my culture. I will openly say that. But when I am outside of my own house and it feels like I'm outside of my own skin, almost like it feels like I'm not myself and it feels so scary to have to be that open and honest all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's when I start finding myself myself trying to be someone else to blend in. Yeah. Because I can't always be that open and honest and I can't always be who I want to be. So I make sure that my Australian accent's always out. I make sure that I always... I never say, like, anything to do with my home country. hmm I make sure... Even... It was to the point when I was younger where I would, like, not want to take Nepalese food to school.
1: Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Even you're 12, I was, like, make sure my mum, like, makes raps. Or, like, the most... Like I don't want to say India, but the most traditional the food would get was like fried rice. Mm. That was literally the most traditional to get, because I don't want it to stink or like. Yeah. And, and this is me as well. Yeah, like, that's that's last
0: year. That's literally su- that's such a that's such a mis Ah, oh, that's, and I feel like that's a message that we can say to other maybe South Asian immigrants who are young, or like just young immigrants in general. It doesn't have to be South Asian, but be true to yourself be yourself and don't be don't be afraid to like show who you are and who your like what your culture is you should never be ashamed of where you come from who you are what your accent may sound like at home what your food is at home like that's nothing you should be ashamed of that's something that you should embrace and take out into the world because majority of the time people are lovely and they will accept you especially in Australia Australia is a I feel like we're lucky to be living in this country because exactly. it's very, very accepting. And if there are those, you know, few, few people who try to, try to, um, what's the phrase I'm looking yeah, for? Really try, to try to step on break you. Break down? Yeah, bring your walls down. Then you know what? Stand up for yourself. Make sure that you are sticking up for yourself. Make sure that you are, don't be afraid to, Tell them no.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. I feel like
1: that's the most scary thing, but I think that's most vital.
0: Oh, that is very, very important. Very important. And I feel like that's something that we should always, or like, we should always keep in mind.
1: Preach. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've, we've gone on for a long time. Much longer than I was meant to go on for. But, yeah, do you have any closing messages? Um, Anything you want to say, any point that you want to make or what you would say to someone who maybe is an immigrant mm-hmm. and what you would tell them about standing up for themselves or if you have a message for a person who isn't an immigrant mm-hmm. and what you may want to tell them about what it's like.
1: I feel like what I tell other immigrants um. I have now, it. <laughs> what I tell other immigrants might be to first of all not feel ashamed of yourself it's easier said than done but once you start like Yushi said once you start incorporating different parts of your culture in your life your day to day activities it will definitely get a lot more easier and will definitely it will feel more accepted by others to you and I feel like other like things i tell people who are non-immigrants maybe you should always be cautious of what you say and think like you should catch yourself if you think anything that's mildly racist of some sort because without you realising one day you might slip up and it would cause like without you without you knowing it would definitely cause a moment that you wouldn't realize but would really hurt the other person mm.
0: okay yeah so <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today Tabitha that's so good yeah I think we had a pretty good chat I think yeah. we had a nice little insight obviously we didn't get to go too into depth but I think this was a l- nice little summary of what we- what it is like being a South, Teenage, yeah. teenager, South Asian immigrant who moved when they were younger. It doesn't have to be specifically South Asian, but yeah, a young immigrant who moved when they were younger and grew up with two different cultures. I think this was a pretty good insight. Mm, yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for joining the first and probably last episode <laughs> of Keeping Up with the South Asian Immigrants. Um, we hope you have a lovely day. Or lovely rest of your day. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>